Welcome to the Whiskey and Coffee Podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Durden. And we've been friends for over 20 years, and we enjoy sharing stories while drinking our favorite drinks. Whiskey for me. Coffee for me. So let's get to talking. Durden, what are you drinking? Cafe Dumas, sir. Nice, mm. nice blend of coffee. Have you, have you been to the original Cafe Dumas in Louisiana? Uh, I have not actually. It oh, is dude, one of the should, treasures of New Orleans. I have not been to. Oh, uh, you should go next time we're in New Orleans. We need to go get a beignet and a cup. Yeah, I've not had the. Uh, it's because it's always a zoo there. It is. It's 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 like. I mean, not that either one of us would ever go, but like how it is at Paula Dean's. You know, pre-pandemic, it's a yeah. freaking zoo there. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's why I've just always kind of avoided it. And I haven't been to New Orleans since I uh, stopped drinking, so usually I'm hungover. So, you know, I'm kind of stumbling <laughs> in there. <laughs> you know? I, I, Yeah, God, last time yeah. I went to New Orleans, I think it was WrestleMania 30. Yeah. I think that was the, the last time uh, I went to New Orleans. Yeah, I was at an indie show with Vordell Walker and Dan Masters about 12 years ago. It was the last time I was there. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know those two guys, so you know what the night before was like. Yeah, well, I, yeah. night before, I'd be surprised if y'all actually slept. Probably not, but I do remember someone into the cafe. <laughs> you may have passed out and taken a nap, but I doubt you actually slept. Yeah, that sounds that's probably true. But <laughs> I do remember we stumbled into the cafe and ran into oh, some wrestler. I forget who it was. That's how drunk I was. That's how hungover I was. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember it being some big wrestler, some big name that I stumbled in because I literally ran into him. It's like, oh shit, I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> I was just trying to get a beignet. <laughs> yeah. Same thing happened to me and uh, Perry when we were in New Orleans last time. We ran into, who did we run into? There was a Bushwhacker uh, Luke. That sounds right. Uh, Brian Nobbs. Um, you know, hitting the just the height of the people here at the popularity. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, I think, I think Jerry Sags was there too. Um, Brian Nobbs is a walking reality show, by the way. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Brian Nobbs was, a, uh, not was, I mean, he's yeah, still alive, but he was a uh, professional wrestler back in the uh, 80s and 90s, part of the Nasty Boys, and one of Hulk Hogan's best buddies. So he always managed to keep himself out of trouble because uh, Hogan was there Hogan. to bail him out. Yeah. Um, but the dude is just crazy and it's a walking reality oh, yeah. show. The fact he, that somebody hasn't like pitched that and, and did something with it is is amazing. The, the fact that VH one didn't make a reality show with him when Hogan's reality show was on is beyond me. I right? don't know how that didn't happen. Like I guess he just didn't get popular enough that they would do the spin off. Yeah. Uh, but behind the scenes he is a walking reality show, man. Yeah, that dude's crazy. Yeah. Man. Uh, we're not talking about wrestling, though, sir. What are you no, drinking? No, we're not talking wrestling today. Uh, I've got me a little bit of a, a Jameson here. Jameson on the rocks, enjoying nice. some sipping some Jamo. Um, yeah, no, this isn't a wrestling show, so don't panic out there, y'all. Yeah, this I, isn't I a just, wrestling show. I just had a memory. I have flashbacks <laughs> when I'm talking the cafe. <laughs> it was a slight divergent there. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so uh, before we do get into what we wanted to talk about today, the main topic, uh, I was having a conversation with my mother earlier uh, today, and um, <laughs> she was at one of the local restaurants here, um, uh, and I was talking with her, and, and then I could hear her get kind of awkward. Like, my mom's awkward anyway, but I could definitely hear her get, like, really awkward. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what happened? What'd you do? 
And she's just like, oh, I this this woman is is in here, you know, and she's you know uh, a little she's a little large, and she's kind of you know waddling around, complaining about her feet hurting and stuff. So I asked her when she was due. Oh hell! <laughs> it's like, come on, man! Like oh, that's hell. that's. That's like etiquette that. 101. Yeah. You don't ask any woman if they're pregnant unless you Ever. know 100% sure that yep. they are pregnant. Yep. You definitely don't ask a strange woman if she is pregnant. Yep. Turns out she's not. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, mom. Uh, yeah. So that was a fun little awkward moment she had there. Oh. She, I was like, what is wrong with you? Why would don't. you do that? And she's like, I just... Just wanted to know if she when was when was the baby due? And I'm like, it's oh. not. It's, what is that's none well, of your business. Wh- why are you talking to strangers anyway? Right? Like, what are you, <laughs> man? Come on. Please tell me you didn't grab her belly. You know. Oh, Good God, night. No. Gosh, I hope not. Never, ever, ever mm-hmm. ask a woman if she is pregnant unless you 100 percent know that she is. Yep. Never. Yep. Even if you can tell she's pregnant, you still don't ask. You don't ask unless someone else confirms it for you yep. before you ask. Yep. Do not do it. Life lesson, right? There. That's a life hack yep. for all of you out there who don't want to get cut up by uh, a large woman because you it, mistook her for being pregnant. It never ends well, ever. No, no. Ever. Not at all. So, yeah. So that was a funny uh, little uh, awkward conversation I had oh. with her earlier today. And I was just like, God, man, there's some... Just get some good adventures with her sometimes. <laughs> you just never know what it's going to be. You have your mom on the podcast. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I don't know about all that. Yeah, yeah. That... It'd be a fun podcast, though. You gotta It'd that. at least be an interesting one, I'll tell you oh, that be much. Interesting. Might record it and see what actually comes of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Jesus. So, um, this morning... Uh, you know, I usually get up at an ungodly hour for most people. You're already up. I'm already up. Yeah, yeah. but you know, I got up at like five thirty or so this morning because my body hates oh. me. And I've been up for hours at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I was you know looking for something to watch uh in the morning because I I don't like watching news and whatnot. You know, I, I'll turn it on usually I, catch I don't either. usually catch the weather and then call it a day. Um. And I flipped over to Hulu, and I was like, let's see if I can find something new to watch on Hulu instead of my regular stuff I'm watching. And the first thing on there, like, you know, they usually put a billboard up right yeah. there at the beginning, uh, was this documentary called Kid 90. And I had literally, uh, yesterday, had seen the trailer for it. And I was like, okay, this actually, I remember it looked like it was going to be pretty good. The for those who don't know, Kid Ninety is a uh, documentary by uh, Soleil Moon Fry, Punky Brewster, who is yes, Punky Brewster from the eighties, and um, apparently after pretty much after Punky, she began to just carry a video camera around with her everywhere, uh, just documenting her life, just you know something she can look back on and have fond memories of and stuff like that. And she knew and, everybody, every kid yeah, actor she, in the she, she knew, Yeah, it's like them. all the kid actors during that time apparently yeah. all hung out. Yeah. So 
Um, so you you see all of this going on in the, in the trailer, and I'm like, this actually looks like it'd be a really neat uh, documentary, like looking into the lives, of, especially of these uh, kids of the 80s and 90s, these child actors. Um, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, I watched it. Oh man! And uh, it is it is good. Oh yeah, it's but good. it is not uplifting. Nope, it is heartbreaking and <laughs> it, tragic. It is really heavy. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Uh, it's funny at times. It's absolutely soul crushing at times. I wasn't prepared. Um, it's it's a hell of a documentary. I would recommend people to check it yeah. out. I wasn't prepared. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be some fun. Look at us on set as kid actors. These are all my friends type thing. Oh my god, I was wrong. Oh yeah, so wrong. Oh, I was so, so wrong. So wrong. Yeah, that's how I felt too when I watched <laughs> the uh, trailer. Like I, you know, I figured it'd be like some, you know, like hard stuff in there because you know she knew everybody and a lot of those guys had issues. Right. But you know, I just thought it'd be like some fun little work kid stars. This is me visiting them on their set. This is them coming to my set. No. I mean, it's no. it's crazy, and there's no real spoilers you can give away in this no. because, I mean, I think the only thing that I learned in this entire thing was uh who took away her virginity i love uh, how they did that she I, never said the ne- person's name never said never said his name but and they only showed his person. they only showed his picture once yep um twice twice okay twice. it was it was twice, twice but they played a a answering Audio phone yeah. answering phone answering machine uh clip from yep. him twice um, and it was very insinuated, and it was really, it was very clever the oh, way that was done. Oh no, it wasn't even insinuated because the name popped up. Oh no, 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 I know that, it. but I mean, it was, it, it wasn't like it was directly. No, no. The no, first no. time around, it wasn't directly when she was talking about this. Yes. The second time around, it was exactly when she oh, was yeah. talking about this. Because the first time around, it was like she had a crush on that guy and Johnny Depp. Yeah. And she was like, "Those are my two crushes growing up as a kid." Yeah. Yeah. So I don't that that I don't want to give away. I don't want to give no. away whom that was because it's really no. clever the way they go through that and do that. But you know but, they talk about some of the the child actors who who died, um, some when they were you know younger and some you know very recently, um, which I was actually surprised about. Yeah, some of those I was like, oh, was that late? I thought it was a much earlier than that. Yeah, like uh, I mean they speak of Stephen Dorff's brother Andrew Dorff. And I didn't realize that he had only died in like 2016 or 18, something like that. It was very recent. Yeah. Um, and that that one kind of threw me off. But they talked, you know, a little bit about Jonathan Brandis. Um, See, I thought he, I thought that happened much earlier than it did. Yeah, I, I knew he died in the early to mid 2000s. See, I thought it was mid 90s, mid right, right. No, he was he was an adult when it happened. Yeah. He was 26 or something like that when he killed yeah. himself, but. Um, that Jonathan Brandis's story has always fascinated me, mm-hmm. and I don't know that there anyone's ever put out a f- solid documentary on Jonathan Brandis. I'm sure there was an E biography or something. A and E did something. I'm sure something like that exists. True Hollywood story. I'm sure. Right. There's something like that that probably exists. But like a good legit documentary about Jonathan Brandis, um, I would be all in on. Like he, I don't know. He always fascinated me as an actor. I've enjoyed him, especially as a child actor. I enjoyed him in a lot of his movies, even in the very terrible Never Ending Story 2. 
He tried his best in that one. It's not his fault. It's bad. No, Trust it's me, not. it's not. It's not. Um, the uh, you know he's in Sidekicks with Chuck Norris. You know he's in the the It miniseries that came out in, in the nineties. Um, he was in Ladybugs with uh, Rodney Dangerfield, which yeah. is a very funny you know family movie. Um, so Rodney Dangerfield family movie just doesn't seem to go. Together. I think it was like the only one he put <laughs> it out. Probably was. <laughs> that was I need the money. Let's do this. Right. I need to dial back my R-rated comedy a little bit. Yeah. Like Back to School did very well, but I need to. Those people are all having kids now. I need. To, I need yep. to do something they can take their kids to. Yep. Um, oh, and then he was in, I don't remember, it was either Stargate or Sequest. Sequest. It was one Sequest. of those. It was Sequest. Sequest. Yeah, it was in one of those. Yes. He was in that. It was like the last project he did before he uh, killed himself. Yeah. So, um, you know, very, very sad. You know, the two guys from the movie Kids that, that died, I knew the one uh, did. I didn't know the other kid, and I cannot think of his name, the one they said, like, lived in her closet. Jeremy Previous? No, no, not him. It's the other guy. Um, starts, oh, yeah, yeah. Starts with an H. Harold Harnold? I don't know. Something along those lines. He, I didn't realize he had died, and he yeah. died fairly recently, too. He died in, like, somewhere in the 20-teens. Yeah. So, um, and and it's it's kind of sad because you, you see a lot of their drug abuse in it. Um, it, it. For a little bit, it it made me a little jaded on her. Not that I know her at all personally, or even had a real opinion of her to begin with. But the specific crowd she was hanging with in the mid to late nineties is a crowd that I've never been a fan of and never was would be a part of. And so that kind of turned me off. But um, obviously, to see how well adjusted and 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 developed she is after going through all the stuff that she did. It's pretty cool to see her come out on the other end. And the fact that she didn't look at these tapes for like 20 years. That's insane. She just left them locked up. But, she stopped taping one day, left them locked up, and then all of a sudden found them again and, and decided to go through them and make this documentary out of it. But she, no, she had to leave Hollywood. She had to move to New York. If she hadn't left, she would have ended up just like her friends. Probably, like, yeah. 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 But I'm not saying she would have committed suicide, but she would have that drug addiction would right. have gotten her. Well, one of the things that made me very sad in it was the uh, sexualization of her at like 13 yeah. years old. Yeah. You know, she had Whoa. developed, her breasts developed so fast and uh, became so like, big. What'd you say, within a couple of years after Punky, she was like a double D? She went to like a double D to an E cup or something like yeah. so easily filling an E cup. It was, it was crazy. Uh -huh. And so that's how she got cast in a bunch of things thereafter was basically, as she put it, a tits and ass roll. Um, and she, show, when she said that the show don't say by the bell and they showed on the wonder years. I know. Right. Yeah. Immediately after she said the tits and ass casting. Yep. They show her on the wonder years and it was exactly the clip was yep. perfect for that. Both of them say by the yeah. clip and the wonder year clip. Yeah. And you know, and then she, at, at, I don't remember what age she was when she got it, but she got a breast reduction surgery. So she would be seen at least a little bit more for whom she is than uh, her assets that she had. Yeah. So that was a that was new information I did not know of and uh, found very interesting and sad and, and fascinating. Um, I thought the interviews with all the guys like Stephen Dorff, uh, um, 
Mike, Brian Austin Mark, Green. Yeah, Brian Austin Green, Mark Paul Gossler were really good. Um, I was expecting there to be more out of them because they're yeah. heavily featured in the trailer. But, I mean, there probably wasn't. She just cut it. You know? Well, I mean, their story with her ends when she leaves L.A. Yeah. You know, yeah. and goes in, into New York. So that's kind of just what happens. Um, you know, I th- think I saw, like, in some of those clips, I think you can see Leonardo DiCaprio in yeah. there he a was, couple uh, of he, times. He executive produced the thing. Oh, did he? I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. Notice he didn't get interviewed for yeah, it. Notice he didn't interview. Yeah, notice yeah. that. Yeah, Leo's like, nope. Nope, but I'll produce it. But I'll put the money up show, for it. And you can show me on the tapes you got. Yeah. I'm not sitting down. It's it's a pretty fascinating documentary, man. It's, and it's, David Arquette was there, too. Oh, yes. I forgot about everywhere. Arquette, man. Arquette ever, was everywhere. Ever since I watched that that uh, documentary, his wrestling documentary, I've gained so much more respect and love for David Arquette than I had before. And I was never anti-David Arquette. Yeah. Um. But he's just so real about everything. He just doesn't care. He's like, now he's like, fuck it. Right. He's I got nothing to lose. What are you going to do? Uh, fuck it. Yeah. And that's, he's just listing off the, the path of drugs they took yeah. as it went on. And then at one point, he goes, did you talk to Paul? Did you talk to Paul about him? I'm like, which Paul? Yeah. Wait, what Paul? <laughs> like, gotta be Paulie Shore. Gotta be Paulie Shore. Right. Is it Paulie Shore? Is it Mark Paul Gossler? Oh, that's what I was thinking, too. That's yeah. what my mind went to. Like who's who's he talking about? What like Paul? He faved, he kayfabe the shit out of that. Yeah, he, he did. Like, oh, <laughs> like, oh he, didn't use, he didn't use the first name. No, nope. he just threw out Paul. Just, yep. just threw it out there. Yep. Yeah, it was um, it was it was a pretty fascinating documentary. I highly you recommend. Gotta a, you got to be in the right mind frame though, going in because, like I said, I thought it was gonna be a fun, cute look at all the kids from the nineties, eighties, and nineties type documentary. No, man, this shit was dark. Yeah, it it, it gets dark. heavy. It gets heavy in there, uh, pretty pretty quick. Dark. Punky, why did you do that to me? <laughs> I loved you, Punky. but I thought it was I thought it was very very good. It you was. Know? It's very good. I I do highly recommend everybody to watch it. Um, check it out. It's on Hulu, um, and it's called Kid Ninety Kid K I D Nine Zero. Man, every time I turn around, man. it's just. It's it's a hell of a uh, it's a hell of a little flick she's got there, and just because of all the footage she has yeah. that she taped for decade. See, now I want to watch all of it. Like I want to find her and be like, can, can I just like print this from you? Just get all the archives from you yeah. and just go through like, them. Like how much to rent it? Like I don't I, I won't give it to anybody else. I just want to go to my house and watch it. Yeah. Or I'll stay here. Like I'll stay in your house and watch it. Just how much? How much? How much? And give it to me. Because you know that wasn't the best stuff. Like, you know she has better stuff. Oh, she's probably got stuff in there that can't be seen. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely. She's probably got stuff in there of a questionable nature. Oh, I'm sure um, she does. And this, and that was another interesting fact in it was everyone talking about how, you know, now in the days of cell phones and, and paparazzi, um, every time they hear a click or see a flash, they immediately go, what was I doing immediately right. before that happened and am i compromised she, yeah and now they were like when she had it we didn't even think about it we said oh somebody's yeah. got the camera right it was like, just what she even, did yeah it's like oh she just has her camera out filming right they it, didn't even give it a second thought as to what she was going to do with it or why she was doing it or, right who was it 
Oh, I don't remember. Someone was actually trying to direct her. It was it was Arquette. It was Arquette. Yeah. It was Arquette. Yeah. He was like, you gotta flip the thing you gotta around. flip the thing over, and he's just like, look at me, I'm trying to direct you. Yeah, it was Arquette. Because <laughs> you know, Mark Paul Gosler was the one going. We never even thought about you having the camera. Now, every time I see someone with a cell phone, I gotta be like, what are they doing? What am I doing? Right, right. Uh, but he was like, nah, we never even gave it a second thought that you were filming us. Yeah. You know, Gosler said some pretty good stuff about like how he just, the the business is not a business for kids at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's not shocking by any nah. means. Um, he said, but, he said the, the director, like his first day on Say by Love, the director was like, the second you walk through those stage doors, you're an adult. He's just like, he's just like, okay. He, he's like, I brushed it off. I didn't even think about it. It's just like, yep. whatever. Can't act like a child. You're nope. a professional. Go in there and you do your job. Yep. Everybody else is there to do a job. You got to do that too. Yep. Yeah. It was, and he, how he said, he was like, I wouldn't let my kids in this business at all. Nope. Not at all. Man, that's a shame too, because you know. There may be some very talented kids out there that their parents are like, you're never getting in this business because I was in it. Right, right. You know? And I mean, maybe when they become adults, sure. Maybe when they're yeah. able to make their own decisions, absolutely, go do what you need to do. But, I I mean, I would be the same way if I had, oh, yeah. if I had kids who and they were any kind of talented to, to be noticed on anything like that. I definitely would not let uh, them go into Hollywood until they were adults. Dude, my kids are never getting into the wrestling business. If I have kids, <laughs> I'm not. Even when they're right. an adult, I'm like, nope. Right. Even when they're an adult, I don't care. You want to join the wrestling business? You can do it when I'm dead in the ground. Exactly. I don't care if they're the second coming of Lou Fez. They're not getting in the wrestling business. Right. But nope. you think of all the other child actors that have had their troubles and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, the Corys are a, a you know a list example. Um. You know, the late Corey Haim and then Corey Feldman with all the trouble he's gone, uh, you know, through in his life. Poor guy. But then, um, like, you're a child actor. You're on TV during your puberty years, during, you know. Oh, the most awkward time of your yeah. life. How are you not going to get into drugs and alcohol and sex when it's right there? Right. Anybody you want to give it to you. You just walk into any place in Hollywood and be like, I want this. And they'll give it to you because you're a famous actor on TV. It's the ones that don't fall into that trap that, you know, always are the, the more interesting story because we've seen everyone else do it. Freaking Drew Barrymore was partying in Studio 54 when yep. she was freaking six or seven. Mm-hmm. She's like, in I was stu- running, <laughs> I was I running mean, on Studio 54 at seven years old. Like, what that's... the hell are you doing in Studio 54 at seven? Right? Like, you have you no business that? being even near that. You shouldn't know what that building You're, is. Yeah. Yeah, who the hell let you in Studio 54 and 7? Exactly. You know, I mean. you call Child Protective Services at that point? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so, like, I think of someone like Leonardo DiCaprio. You, I don't remember ever hearing of any troubles he got into when he was a kid. You know, child actor or coming up or anything like that. Now, granted, he may have had a good system. He had good people around him who kept that shit on the low. If something happened, if again, something went again, somewhere. Again, sir, we didn't see all those tapes. Oh, uh, yeah, true. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, he was there. He was at those parties. Absolutely. I, I'm not saying he did anything. I'm just saying he, he was in the vicinity. You know, there's just... it's. And after Titanic, he could have gotten anything he wanted. That's very true. So, you know, Growing Pains maybe not, but Titanic. Right. Uh, yeah. He was on Growing Pains, for those of you that forgot. 
Well, then after that, you have what? Gilbert Grape and uh, yeah. Basketball Diaries. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Oh. But really, yeah, Titanic, Titanic was the thing that made him a superstar, especially yep. as a more of an adult actor. Yep. Even though I'm pretty sure he was a teenager when he did. It's really funny to look at, watch, like, Romeo and Juliet, and then watch Titanic. They both came out, you know, Romeo and Juliet, I think, was 96. Titanic's 97. And he looks, like, five to six years, like, older between the films. Mm-hmm. But they were shot at relatively the same time because Titanic took forever to make. Um, well, you know, and it's just interesting, like how he looks older, you know, in in Titanic. Yeah, happens. You know, and then what? Five years after Titanic, he's playing Howard Hughes in yeah, The Aviator. That's an underrated movie, by the way. Actually, my math is wrong on that. I think that's seven years. Yeah. Two thousand four is Aviator. Well, 2002, he was in Gangs of New York. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. And I didn't realize all the stuff uh, Punky Brewster had been on. She, they they showed her all the stuff she did after. Like, she was in a bunch of right. character actor movies. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, she was in, like, oh. some, some B-horror films B-horror and stuff films like stuff. that, you know. But, yeah, I didn't realize she was she had been working as much as she did. Yeah. I really didn't. I didn't realize she had worked so much. I saw that they're doing a, a punky uh, reboot. It's good. On, it's good. What's it on? HBO Max? Peacock. 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 Freddie Prince Jr. is there, too. It's. I'm setting the bar for this from, from the Say by the Bell reboot, which was absolutely <laughs> god-fucking-awful. <laughs> so is it somewhere between Say by the Bell and Fuller House? Is what you're saying? Yes. Yes. It's a little bit better than Fuller House. It's better acting. Okay, so so it's above Fuller House. A little bit. <laughs> there's actually there's better. It's a better story, and the acting's better because you know Freddie Prince Jr. can act when he wants to. Um, this is true. Yeah. So you know, there's, there's a little bit better acting in Fuller House. It's a million times better than Saved by the Bell reboot. Yeah. Million. I couldn't even get through the Saved by the Bell reboot, and I'm a huge Saved by the Bell fan. <laughs> I have a feeling that that was just going to be so different from oh, its it source material that it's just like I, I'm not even sure I want to go back. Is. And let me be honest. I mean, Say by the Bell is a terrible show. Oh, yeah. The nostalgia is the only thing that holds it together for any adult our age to, to watch it again. We didn't know it was terrible when we were fucking 10 years old watching it, though. Completely agree. 100% <laughs> agree. Yes. We, um, we didn't realize how bad it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do now. And I'll oh, watch yeah. it and... and, and you know, oh, yeah. cringe when I watch it, but oh, yeah. yeah, sometimes I gotta sometimes yeah. I gotta watch Tiffany Amber Thiessen, so I gotta watch Saved by the Bell. It's it's kind of can be a, God, it's a, it was a oh. rough show. Oh, it is. It's a rough show. And then you get the Tory years, and those are damn near unwatchable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. oh yeah, the Tory, the Tory season. Dude, that that show fucked me up because it's like, I'm like I, I'm their age but they look so much older than me and then i realized they were fucking 30 years old doing that shit <laughs> exactly i think mark paul gossler might have been the only one who was around th- the legit age he's probably yeah. him and dustin diamond were probably the the, the youngest because yeah. he was young when he did the uh miss bliss shows oh. yeah you know so i mean he was on there from the beginning along with dustin diamond I think I remember them saying Dustin Diamond was the youngest. I mean, he was, I mean, he just passed away. He was only like 44, maybe? Something like that. Something like that. He wasn't too far off from us. Yeah. 
So, um, but, but yeah, I, that's what always got me about those teen shows. It's like I, I'm their age, but they look so much older. And then I realized they were like 25, 30 years old, saying they were fucking 15. Right. You right. know? They also really warped my view of uh, how high school was supposed school. to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if I went to high school out in California, I guess that's the way it would be. Maybe. I was out Bayside. No, 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 no. Neither was mine. Not even close to Bayside. Yeah, it wasn't even the ballpark of it. Oh, no, 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 no. No, the Adam Smashers did not hold a candle for that one. At least you had a mascot. I went to the Arts Academy. We didn't have a mascot until like a month before I graduated. <laughs> I think true. we were Panthers. I think that's what they are now. Yeah. I think they're Panthers. I, I don't know. It's been 20 years. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, but, no, check out the movie Kid 90. Check out the Punky Brewster reboot if you like Kid 90. Because, you know, it's not a bad reboot as far as reboots go. At least they stick to the source material. And same you, apartment, same dog. Amazed the dog. <laughs> the dog survived. I'm pretty sure it's a different dog. Oh, it but exactly I'm different. certain it's a different dog. It's You're talking 30 plus years. It's got to be a different dog. But it looks the exact same as, as the dog from the old Punky show. There you go. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, if you check that out, check out Kid uh, Nyla. Tell us if there's anything on it that uh, surprised you, you know? Who Let us the, know. Uh, who were the uh, the 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 girls that passed? The, like one of the women, I didn't recognize any of the women. I didn't recognize them at all either. I think it's the one got in a wreck and yeah. passed away, and I didn't recognize any of the women. No, I didn't recognize them either. I had no idea who they were. Yeah, I was going to um, ask you because I didn't uh, I didn't recognize them, but no, you didn't either. Then they must not have been that famous. Well, I mean, me. they clearly did something. I just I, did something. I didn't look them up. I didn't look them up yeah. afterwards yeah. Uh, to see. I mean, they were in that group of friends, so clearly they were child stars of some sort. Yeah, they were getting uh, work somewhere. Yeah, because that only group was only child stars. So yeah. No. But yeah, if there's some sort of uh, revelation you get out of that, something new that you didn't know. Why don't you tweet us and let us know? I, have a talk about it. I'm at Film Tattoo. I'm at Wrestling Agent D, and I cannot stress this enough. Be in a correct frame of mind going into this thing. Because it is, man, it gets deep really fast. Well, if you haven't watched it and you're listening to this first, I think you've set the tone for that. Okay. I just want people to be prepared <laughs> because I was not. I'm telling you, it fucked me up. I understand. I understand. I, I watched it at 8 in the morning when I got home from work. That's, yeah. It's about I what like, I... Oh, no. It's not what you want to watch first thing in the morning. No, it's, it's yeah, I finished, I started at like six, you know, mm -hmm. finished it, actually probably earlier than that, I finished it around seven, so it was probably like, earlier than that. Did you know going in, it was going to be that heavy? No. You, okay. The trailer did not lead me to believe that. Um, I believed, I, I thought they might have some heavy stuff because they do feature Jonathan Brandis in the trailer. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, well, maybe they're going to talk about his death and this and like how that like messed them up and all this stuff. And then like, you know, I watched it and there's just all these other people. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah. Like I said, just, you know, maybe watch in the afternoon or at night when like your mind's fully like awake and you can <laughs> process what, what that is. Yes. Make sure you've had several cups of coffee and you are up yeah. and alert. Maybe some food. I don't know. Make sure you're you're fully conditioned and ready to watch this thing. Yeah, because it, it gets real deep real fast. 
Oh, Punky, why? Why did you do that to me, Punky? Yeah, I know. It's it's a fascinating doc. Oh, Check it, it out, it folks. Is. Check it out. Kid 90 on Hulu. And uh, we'll be back next week, and uh, we'll try and do better next time. So thanks again for listening.